I, I feel like you set up where you think you're going to be, mm-hmm. and then you go to another spot. Because I can't stay still. I'm a, I'm like Mike. I'm a bobber and weaver. <laughs> oh, I'm Mike. You're talking about Matt. Or Matt, Turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're it's... a man of action. Uh, yes. Yes. Not the first time I've heard that. Speaking of last week's episode, uh, after the episode, we've had a, uh, a nice little poker night. A bunch of uh, gentlemen came over and scholars, and we had a poker night where if you didn't know what you were doing, you were nearly guaranteed to win money. Yes. Yes, on Saturday night. That's just how the cards were falling. And uh, I always like to uh, come back and do like a post-mortem at the table after everyone leaves. And I didn't do it that night. And because I'm lazy and uh, just didn't come down here for like a whole week, I didn't clean up or set anything up until Mm -hmm. tonight. So I came down here. What I like to do is I like to pull all the chairs away from the table, and I like to look and see who got the most food into their mouth throughout the game. And I don't know who it was your buddy, uh, Mr. No Sleeves, who was sitting here at the end. What was his name? Uh, Matt. Matt, who Mm -hmm. was sitting down here at the end. I don't think he actually ate anything the entire night because there was a mountain of food. I swear, I think the seat was actually off the ground. Like, did you ever see that commercial on the fake commercial on SNL uh, with uh, Phil Hartman and the brand commercial? Yes. Uh, colon blow? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. It was yes. like colon blow under his seat. Like, he just kept going up in the air. I don't think he knew where his mouth was, really, towards the end of the night. He, he was, he there was... was literally half a sandwich under his chair. <laughs> and you think I'm lying, but there was a piece of bread. Like a, a half dollar size piece of bread <laughs> under his seat that I kept going over with the vacuum. I'm like, I'm not touching it. And I kept, I just kept rolling over it with the vacuum because I'm not going to vacuum for this. Uh, and I had to because there was just so much food. Normally, the winner of the I can't believe he didn't eat anything the whole night contest because all the food's under his seat is my friend Jude. Oh, okay. But let me tell you, Jude wasn't here, so he couldn't compete with Matt. But uh, Matt would have given Jude, at the very least, a run for his money. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I might have had food in my lap, but I was sitting next to him. I didn't even notice. Maybe when I got up, it all came off, too. Hey, maybe it was you, and you, uh, you, uh, you, you like, uh, framed him. Maybe. Because it was somebody at that corner, and it was definitely right under Matt's seat. He's like, pulled the seat out. And like uh, it, it just looked like a it looked like a VNS at the end of the night on the floor under the place where they make the sandwiches. <laughs> it was just like salami and bread and crumbs and chips and pretzels. It was just a, a hazard area underneath. There. I don't think it was me. I don't miss my mouth. I well, let me tell you, I, I've never seen anybody. I mean, he must have eaten something because he didn't leave here hungry. We all nobody left here hungry. No, we had plenty of snacks. Plenty of snacks, and uh, my pickles that I bought that day, oh. the spicy pickles, were fantastic. Uh, those were gone. Uh, I believe it was Joe who brought the sriracha pickles. Yes, those things are ass. They are awful. Yeah, I didn't care for those. Have you tried them? I did. They and were terrible. I tried them the next day. I just spit it out. They were horrible. They were awful. Your pickles were great. Yes. but Let me tell you what. Thank you. The next day. Yes. It hurt. Did Just it burn? Like, yeah. Was it like going to the old Wild Wing Cafe and trying the suicide It wings? was. I, I was in pain for a good part of the day. Well, I'm sorry. a good sorry. part of Saturday. I'm sorry that it, that it didn't work out for but you. They were but good they, going in. They were worth it. They were worth it. They were worth it. Mike's I, pickles, folks. Mike's pickles. I've eaten so much spicy food that the uh, my innards at this point are cast iron. <laughs> Everything just They're flows right over. through. Yeah, don't even feel anything anymore. But those sriracha pickles, mm-hmm. and I like again. We we get these sriracha chips all the time from the uh, from the Redners, the essential everyday sriracha chips, and they are wonderful. And I feel sriracha is almost like the trendy spice now. But you know what? I don't care. It's good. You know how Bon Jovi says you give love a bad name. Yeah, those pickles give sriracha a bad name. They do. They are just. The one of some one of the some of the worst snacks I have ever ingested in my I life. I ate one of those and went right back to yours, even though I knew I was going to be destroyed in the inside. 
It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth Those it. Those were terrible. I did it. All right, that's enough post-game from the poker. Yeah. Uh, we got much more to come. We're just getting started. Episode 3 starts right now. Welcome to episode three of 222 with Mike and Robbie. I'm Mike. This is Robbie. It's two guys, two drinks, and two snacks right here on mikeandrobbie.podbean.com. You can also listen on the Podbean app wherever you're listening. We are sure glad you are. Thanks for tuning us in, however it is you come about it. Still working on getting us on iTunes. I'm going to resend the request because I feel like um, the ghost of Steve Jobs is sneaking into the Apple offices and deleting my requests. That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. And it's unfortunate I didn't put your microphone on. That's all right. I've been pushing a lot of buttons today, and not all of them have been pushed correctly. You can push my button anytime. Oh, shucks. Lots to get into today here on 222 with Mike and Robbie. We, of course, have our two drinks and two snacks. We'll find out what those are in just a little bit. I uh, went lazy with the snack, and you totally outdone me uh, with the snack today because uh, you went to an actual restaurant. So yours isn't so much a snack as it is an appetizer, but yeah, we're, still gonna, we're still going to count it because it looks delectable. I just went to Wawa. <laughs> I'm going to Wawa and get a snack. <laughs> hey, we're stopping for gas. Run in there and see if they got any snacks. You have printed notes. I have the good snack. Hey, it all evens out. It all evens out at the end. We do have a special guest in studio. We'll let you uh, introduce her coming up in just a little bit. She's just here to make Robbie nervous, and uh, we'll see how that goes over the first 10 minutes or so before we uh, meet our in-studio guest. But uh, I asked you what you wanted to talk about today, and I threw out a couple things, and uh, you gave me a suggestion, and I liked it a lot, so we're going to lead off with it. They announced the nominees and uh, the class, actually, for the 2017 Walk of Fame out there in Hollywood. And, man, you look at some of these names, and some of them you're like, oh, they're going in already. And then you look at others, and you're like, oh, that person's not in already? Like Goldie Hawn. That's the one that stood out to me. Did not yet have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and uh, she's finally going to get it. That seems like a no-brainer. I'm pretty excited about a couple other of the names on here, but I am just shocked that uh, Goldie Hawn wasn't on there before. Overboard. Do I have to say anything else? Overboard. Yeah, that's such a great movie. Overboard. Kurt Russell, right? Yep, Kurt Russell. Great movie, Overboard. And she had so many other ones uh, throughout the history. I don't have her uh, her filmography in front of me, but she had such a great career. Plus, she spawned Kate Hudson. You should oh. almost get on the Walk of Fame just for that. Gotta shake her hand. <laughs> Now, if you if you walked up to either Goldie Hawn or Kate Hudson, now I'm hoping we're on the same wavelength here. What is the first thing you would say to them? You smell fantastic. <laughs> Nothing better than a good smelling woman. <laughs> you smell fantastic. Now I bring that up. Now we gotta. Now we have to already do yep. our first aside here on today's program. But uh, I, I bring that up because. 
I love this story, and I love how you tell it so innocently. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the creepiest thing anyone has ever said to another human being in the history of time. But you have gone to a couple of the Comic-Cons, yes. uh, two in the last uh, year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. And each time you've gone there, uh, you've uh, gotten tickets to meet some of your favorite uh, wrestlers. You're right, and they're also uh, they're female wrestlers. Yes. And you get to take a picture and get an autograph. And both times, you have gone up to these people, and you said, uh, just remind us, what did you say again? You smell fantastic. You smell fantastic. And then they both went <laughs> hissed at you. Oh, you're kidding me. I'm getting a phone call. Can you believe this? Oh, my goodness. I mean, this is Bush League right here. And because I don't know how to unsync my iPad and my, <laughs> my phone, everything just seized up. I'm going to, uh, what do you do? Just I, decline, I guess. I guess. I guess we just declined that. I don't know who that number was. Look at that. Sorry about that. That was really. It could have been iTunes. I could have been iTunes. Oh, my God. That was probably the ghost of Steve Jobs. <laughs> there you go. So you walk up and you say. You smell fantastic. You smell fantastic. And how is that received? Well, I'll tell you, I met the Bella Twins first. Yes. A couple, almost two years ago, I guess. Well, no, about whatever. Both of them, right? Both of them. Okay. So I told that to both of them that they both smelled fantastic. Now, did you tell that to them at the same time, or did you tell it to them separately? Well, I walked up, and of course, I just put my arms around them. Of course. And they did the, they responded in, in, in a turn. And I said, you two smell fantastic. Oh, so you said it as a I joint, did. as I a did. group. And they laughed and said, thank you. And I said I was a big fan. And after that, I was just a blur. I don't know what happened after that, but they did smell fantastic. They did they? They really did. I mean, it wasn't just like a come one line or something stupid. They smelled great. They smelled great. Mm-hmm. And now this year, you got to meet uh, your new uh, favorite chippy. Yeah, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, the boss. Am the I boss, right? The, the boss. boss. And uh, you said when you walked up once again, I love you. You smell fantastic. And she went, she, she looked at me and said, thank you. I mean, what else can you say? Good looking, bald guy with a beard, blue eyes. <laughs> of course gonna say thank you let me yeah i yeah i mean that's all you can say at that point is thank you mm-hmm. and uh, no it's not creepy at all when you tell no. me i smell fantastic they both touched me though i mean they put the i mean well they put well, their you arm paid around them me. let's keep that in well, mind. i'll tell you though i did watch a few people in front of me and she didn't that's touch what everyone <laughs> security jumped me security. and <laughs> ushered me out of uh comic-con little tech note there if you get a phone call and it seizes everything up the soundboard stops working oh my we got a new soundboard so i'm gonna be playing with that throughout the night so if i just stop talking and uh we, you know robbie tells me uh that i smell fantastic and then you hear this <laughs> you know why <laughs> New toys here at 222 New Podcast, folks. Hey, we're always investing. You know, always. I'm, I'm willing to spend up to $7 at a time to mm-hmm. make this podcast better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> about, about 7 about six fifty. Yeah, so, so Robbie walks up once again and goes, you smell fantastic, and you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> folks, you're welcome. I mean, this is great. <laughs> ah, so they smell fantastic. So they, it was well received. It was, and they laughed, and it was. I mean, you know, a lot of people come up there and just stare at them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now I was red in the face, and I was, you know, your heart was palpitating. I was. It was. It was pretty impressive. And they're so little. They are little. Oh my god! I, I, they're little. You put them in your pocket, take uh, them home. I tried. Oh, <laughs> because they smell fantastic. <laughs> they smell fantastic. Uh, so are there now? You got your picture taken with those two. Are, are you a fan? 
like a fan, I don't want to say fan stalker, but are you super excited when you see uh, celebrities out and about? Do you normally approach celebrities? Because I'm not a celebrity approacher, and I, I'm not a person who even, like, uh, I don't do autographs. I have one autograph. I've said this numerous times. I have one autograph that I even give a damn about. It's sitting back there. It's in a glass. It's on a baseball, and it's from Harry Callis. That's the only autograph I one. care about, and I got to meet him, and I went up, got to talk with him for a little bit, and that's the only autograph I care about. I've seen other celebrities out and about, or since it's Canada Day, should I say oot and a boot, oh. and uh, they, uh, I don't really care to go up to them or even or even approach them. I just go, oh, there's uh, Don Cheadle. Meanwhile, my wife at the food court at the uh, Caesars Palace is like drooling and staring at him and breathing heavy, and oh I'm, like, I'm like, go over and say hi. Yeah. She's a fan of Don Cheadle. Go say hi, and I'll take your picture. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can go say hi. <laughs> okay, I'll just stare here. I'll just eat my salad and stare at him. That's creepier when you stare. It is. I would rather get a picture with them. Yes. Because I feel, okay, a signature is, is great, whatever. I'm never going to sell it anyway, you know, to make money. So I feel like a picture, it's... It's there. You yeah. can see that forever. I met Larry Zabisco, the WWE Hall of Famer, uh-huh. outside the Philadelphia airport at baggage claim. He's there. He smells like a bar. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you smell fantastic. <laughs> Let me tell you, Larry Zabisco. I have z- Larry. <laughs> Actually, he did that to me. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. And I looked at him, and he says, you think... What did he say? I think you think I you know who I am or something. He was completely trashed. Yeah. And I said, I know who you are. And he held up his Hall of Fame ring. Awesome. And I was like, can I get a picture of you? He's like, yeah. And he's telling me this whole story where he's being picked up and going to a show in Philly, yada, yada, yada. That was cool. I met um, the guy from Sh- uh, Sugar Ray, the lead singer. Uh, Mark McGrath? Yes. Is that correct? Or the actor who I, they kind of look alike and I had no idea who he was. And I, I had the debate. They look exactly the same. Uh, he was in Blade. Ryan Reynolds? No, not Ryan Reynolds. The bad guy from... Uh... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's a, he's a character actor. I know exactly who and you And he kind of looked like Mark McGrath. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, you know, and he responded to Mark. But then everyone I posted online was like, oh, that's not Mark McGrath. That's this actor. That's because you he know what? He was married why? to Gwyneth... Not Gwyneth... He... Not, uh, not, um, Kill Bill. Uma Thurman. He was married to Uma Thurman. You, Ewan Gre- McGregor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor. Now All look right. it up online, and they look... S- I, I know what you mean. I don't think so, though. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Was it Ewan McGregor? No. Our, our studio audience guess says no. No. But anyway, so I, I... And again, I didn't get an autograph. I got a picture, because again, that lasts longer. Yeah. Um, If you're a vendor or whatever and sell that, and that's your living, and just, that's, you know, that is what it is. Yeah, let me see. She got it. She has the picture. Oh, Bret Hart had a picture with Bret Hart. Bret Hart, Hart. yeah, yep, picture with Bret Hart. Yep, that was pretty cool. So if you can meet and get a picture with, let's play this game real quick, any three celebrities, who would it be? Because again, I am not a picture meter kind of guy, but mm-hmm. I do have, there are a handful that I would go up to and I would ask for a uh, picture because I don't know if you'd ever be in that moment again. Like, uh, I have a few, but who, what do you, who, give me one. Sports wrestling guy, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, that'd be That's, a big one. He's up there. Now, what would you do? I, you wouldn't go up and say you smell terrific. Would you go up and give him a woo? I would give him a woo. All right, now back away from the microphone. Okay. And turn your head towards that Philly sign right there and give me your very best woo. Woo! <laughs> Still loud. Still, loud. Still blowing people out. You're amazing. I know. But yeah, so that would be your best way. You mm-hmm. go up and woo Ric Flair. I would vo- woo, woo, woo. Do you Ric think Flair. you'd be more successful wooing Ric Flair than you were with the Bella Twins? Probably. Rick's usually drunk, so probably. Okay. So if I had to pick one, here's my my uh, my number one would probably be 
Garth Brooks. I would love oh, okay. to meet Garth Brooks mm-hmm. and hang out with Garth. Huge Garth Brooks fan. So if I saw Garth Brooks, and I think there's only three celebrities who I really would bother, Garth Brooks would be one I'd go up to and I'd say, hey, can I have a picture? Good to meet you. Have all your albums. Mm-hmm. Love your music. Uh, give me a handshake and a picture. That, that would be my number yeah. one. I think Robert Downey Jr., Right, you would like to meet Iron I, I Man. I would, I would. Tony Stark. I, yeah, he's uh, he, he seems like a cool guy to hang out with. I think you know that would be pretty cool to meet him. So I'd go back into the sports world now, and I know uh, there's a lot of people who don't like him because he cheated on his wife. But I'm not his wife, so I don't care. I would totally love to meet Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's mini golf. I would love to play a round of golf with Tiger yeah, Woods. Yeah, that would. That, that, I didn't think of that. That would be great. Yeah, like him or hate him or whatever, he's still the best golfer in the world. He's still the best golfer, maybe of all time. Yes. When he had his, uh, when he had his, uh, his game going mm-hmm. you have another one i really don't i um no no one i think i would salivate after maybe scarlett johansson scarlett johansson yeah just because it's scarlett she johansson. smells fantastic she, i bet she smells fantastic do you think she smells uh better uh as scarlett johansson or as the black widow depends what you're into <laughs> I guess it does because I, I I'm going I'm going with the Black Widow for simply for the red hair I'm going with the Black yeah. Widow that's just me I'm trying to think so I got Garth I got Tiger and if I could meet one more uh, celebrity and get a picture with them. Who would it be? I'm going to have to come back because I had a third one and then it slipped my mind. But let's mm, get back to this Walk sure. of Fame real quick because I think there's another guy on here that you'd love to get a picture with who's getting his star on the Walk of Fame, and that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which is fantastic. Yeah. I think he's a, he's great. I think uh, he can be both the comedy and action, which mm-hmm. are two tough worlds to pull off, and he does both of them sometimes at the same time very well. But again, it takes it back to the whole uh, Goldie Hawn thing. How does Goldie Hawn get in at the same time as Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Amy Adams and Chris, uh, Pratt. Chris Pratt, who I love, Ryan Reynolds. I love all these people, and they should have walks, uh, stars on the stupid Walk of Fame. But how are they, how is how is like Goldie Hawn not already? That's what that's what completely blows my mind about. Yeah, all I was this. surprised by that as well because I feel that that's something to be immortalized by. And they're, yeah. they're even though they're great now, I mean they're not. And then they will be in maybe 15 years that, you know, I just feel that they're, they're just too young and too new. I don't know. I'm, I'm, with I'm you. confused. I'm confused by I have no problem with them going in. It just doesn't make yep. sense that Goldie Hawn isn't already. And here's your complete list from motion pictures. You got Amy Adams, Jason Bateman, who I love. And let me tell you, talk about it. We talked about Jason Bateman mm-hmm. last week. He came up on the show. Just so great. And, and dodgeball. And you watch Arrested Development. He can play just an outlandish character like he played in dodgeball, just an off the wall goofy sports guy and then he plays the straight man on uh, Arrested Development so well so you got Jason Bateman Goldie Hawn we mentioned Dwayne The Rock Johnson Chris Pratt Brett Ratner Ryan Reynolds who should get in solely on the fact that he has the number one rated R comedy of Mm -hmm. all time Deadpool can't get enough of it George A. Romero are you familiar with George A. Romero isn't he the horror horror film guy Possibly, I I know he's not George, uh, Ray Romano. No, I, I'm sure of that. I'm not sure who George A. Romero is. George A. Romero is an American. Canadian filmmaker and editor best known for a series of gruesome and satirical mm-hmm. horror films about a hypothetical zombie apocalypse beginning with the Night of the Living Dead. Good pull out of you. There then you, you get Mark Ruffalo. So you got uh, two uh, you got uh, two two Marvel um, guys. Two Marvel people, three if you include Ryan Reynolds in there mm-hmm. and Rita Wilson who I believe is Mrs. Tom Hanks. You know, and that one I don't understand. She should be in already too. Yeah, well, based solely see, on no, Marion Tom mean Hanks. That. I just don't think she should be in it. I mean, what I mean, she's been in like supporting roles and Yeah, that. but she's also she 
she to be a lifetime character actor or actress, you got to have chops. Sometimes that's true. Being that uh, character actress and that supporting role, keep getting role after role after role, and working as much as a lead person, sometimes more than a lead person. Sometimes you got to be a better actor. You just don't maybe have those. Uh, you're not that uh, chiseled leading man, true. Or you're not the uh, the uh, the picturesque Hollywood beauty that somebody thinks. And Rita Willis is still a very beautiful woman. She is. Yeah, so plus Tom Hanks. she smells fantastic. I bet she does smell fantastic. I bet Tom Hanks smells wonderful. Oh, he does. Tom Hanks. There's my third. Oh, okay. Tom Hanks. That would be, by the way, if I could ever have any guest on a radio show or a podcast that I sit and talk to you in my basement, I would have Tom Hanks as my number one guest. Really? Yeah. Wow, he's awesome, man. He is awesome. Have you ever seen him on a talk show? He's he is, and he's hilarious. I mean, he's he, and he's great humor. He's funny. He's a down to earth kind of guy, even and though he's the biggest star in the world. I was gonna say he never ever big times anybody. Nope, I've never seen him big time anybody. And he's a good guy. Over on TV, Tyra Banks. Yeah, that's, for television, that's awful. If you want to put her in for that swimsuit cover, I'm okay with that. But Tyra Banks for her TV show, is it that model show, is that what she's and, really and America, in for? Well, she had a talk show for like a minute and a half, and then she has America's Number or Next Top Model, whatever it is. I don't get it. Uh, Andre Brower, very funny guy. He's on Brooklyn Nine Nine right okay. now. Love that show. Then you got Ken Corday. Hmm. Ken Corday. Are you familiar? With Ken Corday. Can't pull that one out. Ken Corday. Let's see what he does. Ken Corday is an American television soap opera producer and music composer. He's the co-creator of Days of Our Lives. Well, so there you, you go. It. How is he not in already? Yeah. Lee Daniels, Hugh Laurie, House, uh, good actor, no problem with that. Ava Longoria, Wolfgang Puck. Okay. Carrie mm-hmm. Russell, Haim Sabin. You know who I think that is? <laughs> No, I'm not even going to make that because that will make me sound really stupid if I'm wrong. Yes, go ahead. I think Saban, that's the guy who created Power Rangers. Haim Saban. Power Rangers. Oh, look at that. Look at you. Look at that. I mean, look at the brains on this guy getting the fact that he got Haim Saban Mm -hmm. is the guy from the Power Rangers. You get a game show correct. I need a bell thing here. Nope, that's not it. Nope. Nope. Studio's on fire. <laughs> nope. None of those are correct. Well. All right. Well, I'm working, correct. Work in progress. The great job out of you. George Siegel, uh, Sarah Silverman, and Jeffrey Tambor mm-hmm. is another one. And by the way, Jeffrey Tambor, he's in that um, Transparent show on the Amazon, which won Best Comedy. I watched 10 minutes of that show with my wife. She's watching it. The only reason that it is nominated as a comedy is because it's a half hour long. That movie is no more a comedy than this is a porn. Really? What we're doing right now. Oh. Yeah. My. It is not a comedy at all. That sounds awful. It's not funny. Not I don't one know funny. if I would watch it. I don't even like the fact that Orange is the New Black is listed as a comedy. And I've seen every episode of that up to date. Well, we're in season four. So every episode of three, we're like three and halfway through season four. Um... Uh, there are funny parts of that, yeah. but I still don't think it's a comedy comedy. The best comedy on TV in my mind right now, we mentioned earlier, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I haven't watched that. I heard it was great, though. Funny. You should watch I it. I should. Very, very funny. So in recording, you got Clarence Avant, Jerry Goldsmith, uh, Hall & Oates, Ice Cube, uh, an InSync New Edition, and Selena. And in radio, Elvis Duran uh, gets in for radio for live theater performance. you got Chris Angel. There is no way... Chris Angel should be, I'm sorry, incorrect. Chris Angel should not be in the Walk of Fame. In fact, nope. he shouldn't be anywhere near a stage anymore. No. Uh, Jeff Dunham, I'm okay with that. And Dude Amell. Dude Amell. Dude 
Amel. I can't be three for three. Dude I, Amel. Who do you think Dude Amel is? Oh, man. Look, he's trying to dig deep. Uh, I don't Dude Amel. Dude Amel. Theater performance. Looks like Dude Amel. The only thing I'm getting for Dude Amel is a Venezuelan conductor and violinist. Oh, I was close. He's the music director at a uh, orchestra in the Los Angeles Philharmonic. So there you go. Those are your Hollywood Walk of Famers. And uh, more importantly, uh, Robbie and I, three people that we'd like to uh, meet and take a picture with. Who are your three again? Ric Flair, Scarlett Johansson, and... Uh, you got to put The Rock up there, right? Yeah, I'd say The Rock was probably up there. Rock. I mean, we'll remove Scarlett Johansson. So I'll go Tom Hanks and uh, Tiger Woods and Garth Brooks. Those are my three. I forget who my second one was. What good lead? Just yell. Mila Kunis. Oh well, I oh. I went. Well, uh, no. I'd meet her. No. I'd meet her with that zipper sound. Oh, that's that's no. no. She's. I bet she doesn't smell fantastic. You don't think? No. No. All right. Not a big fan of that one. All right. So there you go. Those are our celebrities. Speaking of being a fan of someone, and I saw this online this week, and I I retweeted it, and uh, I want to talk about this real quick. There are lots of ways to be fans, right? You can be a fan of somebody in a lot of ways. You can show it in different ways. And with social media now, you can actually reach out and uh, be in touch with that fan, with that with that star, and let them know that hey, I'm a big fan of yours. But there are ways to do it, I think. And there are ways to not. Like technically, I think going up to someone and telling them that they smell fantastic probably not the best route. That's just my opinion. If you're not me, no, it's not the best. <laughs> Only route. you can pull that yeah, exactly. off. Exactly. But I'll tell you what is really a creepy way to show someone that you're a fan. And someone tweeted this to the celebrity who then retweeted it. And I think they did so tongue in cheek in a sarcastic way because I can't imagine that a woman would be into this. So Olivia Munn, mm-hmm. she played, uh, she was in Psych- uh, Cyclops. No, not Cyclops. She was in Cowboys, Cowboys and, and aliens, aliens, but she no. That was uh, that wasn't that uh, Megan Fox in that movie, Cowboys and Aliens. It was Olivia Munn. Was Olivia yeah, Munn, and she was in the new X Men. The new X Men. That's what I'm talking. She played. Uh, um, who's she playing there? I don't know her name. All right, she played the uh, one character in the new X Men. Great costume and uh, yeah, purple costume and uh, some guy that must have really affected him in ways that we can only imagine hmm. because he got a Psylocke. Psylocke is who she was. She was Psylocke mm-hmm. in X-Men Apocalypse. And uh, that must have affected him in ways that we can only imagine because he got a tattoo of her face on his body. And he took a picture of it and then sent it to her. Oh, my. And to me, like, if you want to draw fan art, yeah, make a, an oil painting, <laughs> like go to the Bob Ross School of Painting, mm-hmm. tiny little pretty trees, fluffy little clouds, all that nonsense, and you want to make a, a work of art and then take a picture of it and see if the person would like this for their den, then by all means do that. But I feel like getting their face tattooed on your body is not the way to go. I figure that I think that's a in, yes. in my opinion. That's just weird. That is weird. Thank you. And creepy. And how about this? There are better places to get a tattoo of someone and there are worse places. Yes. I think of all the bad places. Now you can think of like bad places. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But there are places that are just I think creepier. Like if you want to get it on maybe your back where nobody sees it on a regular basis. Okay, mm-hmm. you can hide that. People only see it at the beach or if you're uh, changing in a locker room. This gentleman mm. 
And to me, this is like an odd place. Like, I don't know how you go in somewhere. I want a picture of Olivia Munn on this part of my body. He got the tattoo on the back of his calf. So that's... Like, I feel like it might be the worst place. That's a bad place for a tattoo, any tattoo, really. It might be on, like... And it's like the back side. It's not like the exact back. It's like so that if you're standing... If he's standing facing away from you like 90 degrees that Olivia Munn's staring at you. I don't get it. We're going to have to post this picture on our Twitter. And, yeah. And, you I can, mean, just we'll see, like, see what it. you guys is, what this looks like. And, but man, it's, uh, I think, I think the back, and I don't have any tattoos personally. No, I don't do tattoos because, because they're done with, I don't know if you know this, they're done with needles. Yes. And that, that hurts. It does hurt. And um, there's bleeding. I just feel my, I don't get tattoos. There's nothing that I really want on me. No. For the rest of my life. No. And cause God knows Olivia Munn might be, nowhere in 10 years and they're people like who is that pocahontas i can't even decide on what shirt i want to wear tomorrow much less what uh, object i want inked on the side of my body exactly yes and so that i mean i wouldn't know i'm a big wrestling fan i would yeah. never get a picture of rick flair on my buttocks i have an idea for you okay let's i do have it. a tattoo idea just came to me right now okay you have a lot of championship belts <sighs> instead of wearing a championship belt you have a life-size championship belt tattooed around your midsection. See, now that I would do. That is genius. I'm not going to lie. If someone does it, why wouldn't, if you're a wrestler in the in, in the WWE, yeah. why wouldn't you do that and proclaim yourself lifetime champion? Oh, my God. Where's the, oh, we don't have a ding. We only have a negative ding. You really have this. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, that's when I meet the Bellas. Oh, there we go. <laughs> love our new soundboard that is a great idea is it not i think now i'm gonna have to get that price that'd probably be really expensive would be expensive but if you're if you're a wwe star yeah here's what you do you uh you also get a nice little uh, billboard on there so you use it as a promotional <laughs> thing and you trade it out yep so above it it says like uh, john's tattoos <laughs> right above it yeah that's I, how john would talk to you i'm gonna get it I'm going to get it. I think you should do that. Live on this podcast. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be absolutely fantastic. Right. But that's my idea. Again, there's there are ways to show that you're a fan, right? But there are also ways to show that you are possibly and quite likely a stalker. I mean, if you're going to get Jesus on you. Jesus. I mean, Jesus is, you know, whatever. Jesus yeah. is Jesus. He's the big cheese. He's yeah, going to be around for quite some guy. time. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, he's going to be around. So, but I mean, Olivia Munn, eh. You don't think she's going to be here? No. <laughs> you're, not, you're not impressed with Olivia Munn? I mean, I'm impressed with her. I just don't think that's someone of substance. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Those are, That's just like, don't get a tattoo. Buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Or you know what? They have all these uh, uh, sleeves and wraps now that athletes wear to protect themselves. Just get one of those and have her face painted on it, and then just wear that when you feel like displaying your Olivia Munnness. I mean, how much do you have to love someone to get it? inked on you i mean and like it's like it's like fancy ink too it's her in the psylocke outfit and she's got like uh, the pink powers coming out of yeah, her. yeah like the orb thing yeah whatever that's about she looks like pocahontas though a little bit like yeah. a disney princess yeah, yeah. all right there uh, you go hey let's dive into some snacks and some drinks yeah. here on the 222 podcast um robbie what would you like to do first would you like to uh let's jump into your beer first so do me all a favor right, sure. you grab your beer Robbie's going to go over here, and uh, we have a, he's got a big bomber beer here, and he's going to grab that. So have a, sit down here, and I'll get the bottle open. You tell us a little bit about that beer while I grab this. All right. So this is uh, Duclaws, D-U-C-L-A-W-S, Brewing Company. It's the X-11. 
mesquite smoked brown ale. Oh, how do you do? I figured that would be good for this weekend. Everyone's barbecuing. It's a good weekend for uh, Fourth of July, Independence Day weekend, and let's give this a try. Right. Um, brown ale is a little darker. It is six percent by volume. It's not terrible. No. Let so. me let me tell you what this is also. Um, what this is also guaranteeing today. Uh, that I'm not working out. This is what this is guaranteeing. Because this is this is my second magic hat here on a Friday afternoon on a holiday weekend. And now we're jumping into this, and we have your concoction here to uh, eat, too, uh, as well. So we got uh, your uh, Duclaw, which, by the way, Duclaw, if you're not familiar, very solid brewery, Duclaw. This is actually my first experience with them. I haven't tried anything yet, but they do have a, um, a large... Um a large uh, and while you're doing have, have a seat right here then and while you're doing this um, Robbie introduce our, our our lovely guest today here in the studio so I have my lovely wife with me attending today's podcast recording say hi Leah hi you just talk right into it don't be shy hi <laughs> <laughs> so you she's she's lost it we've lost Leah we have so she's gonna try this let me see the bottle while there you, you go, jump sir. in here so we got this um, Mesquite smoked brown ale, as he said, and it's got the uh, it's an X the X eleven series. I'm guessing is the series the eleventh uh, entry in the Exile series is a medium bodied brown ale with a slick mouthfeel brewed with mesquite smoked malt, custom crafted locally to add deep notes of sweet smoke to its mix of chocolate, caramel, and toasted malt flavors, and a sophisticated smoky character to its smooth dry finish. Drink it up. It's smoking. I'm going to tell you this. I don't like it. You don't. Here's my problem with mesquite. Mesquite, in theory, is lovely. But mesquite, in practicality, normally doesn't work. It's The mesquite is overpowering, I feel. Um, now you got... I'm scared. Uh, I'm scared. Leah likes Leah it. Leah likes it. You have to, Leah's mouthing at me. She has yeah. a microphone you literally talk, right Leah. in front I mean, of her. It won't hurt you. It's tasty. <laughs> The funny thing is, the mouth is the mic is in my mouth, and I'm blowing everyone out. And Lee is like, "It's tasty." The funny thing is, she has better mic technique than you do. I know. The- <laughs> I know. Look how ready he is. I All right, know. here we go. I'm diving in. Talk amongst yourselves. I don't. You like this? I do. Huh. Would you stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to try to explain what Lee is doing, and God love her. Uh, I'm so glad she's here. She like she leans in, right? She's literally she's like back here. She's way off the mic drinking the beer, which is fine. It's mm-hmm. great. And then she leans in and pauses. And her eyes do the jet back and forth. And she looks at me, smiles and just says like three words. I like it. That's all she says. That's because that's because before the show, my husband Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Is staring me down like, keep your mouth shut, woman. <laughs> That's right. Know your place. <laughs> your place. Anyway, um, I don't. I don't. What do you think? Let me go. All right. I, I just. I and I love brown ale. I love darker, but this just doesn't. It's not refreshing to me. See, to me, it isn't overpowering. No. I don't know if I like it or love it, but if I'm using the untapped scale of one to five, I'd probably give it like a three because it's not terrible. It's right there in the middle. Two and a half, three. Again, I think I could. This is another one of these beers, and there's so many of these because you know what? These craft breweries have to do so much to stand out, and they mm-hmm. got to put out these special beers so people will try them. There's so many of these niche beers and these just let's make something unique beers that I can drink one, but that's it. I mean, I gave most of mine to Lee. I don't think I could get a whole 
yeah. eight ounce of this down. I, I would on the on, on tapped. I'd probably give this about a two. I'm give, I think I'm going to go with a two and a half on tapped. Okay. You can follow me on untapped at Mike Keller five. What's your untapped handle? Uh, you don't even know. I don't even know. You I, don't even I know. I didn't know you have a handle. Look yeah, you have that. a handle. Really? Yeah, everyone has a handle. Oh, look at that. Everyone has a handle. How about that? Let me look at my handle here. Let's look at your handle. It's on the Twitter. It's on the tweet box. It's on uh, Robbie0607. Robbie0607. Just yes. follow him. Uh, I tried a great beer this week. Um, Nimble Giant from Trogues, a double IPA. That looked very it good. It is a limited uh, edition beer. I bought four cans for uh, my buddy Brad. I got to give one to Jude because he bought me a, a very special limited beer once, so he's my beer buddy. I got to give one to him, so I only have a couple, but it is out of this world good. I had a uh, sour peach. I don't know if you saw that, and I was in Sleepy Hollow, New York this week for work. I did see that. And I had the sour peach, and it it's a sour beer, which I usually enjoy, but it was just it was too sour. Yeah, was, I'm not, I have yet to dive into the sour beers. They're good. I mean, but this one was pretty sour i gave it a i actually gave it a three i mean i just my untapped scale is if i can keep drinking it you're gonna get a higher score if i can drink a sip or two you're gonna get a lower score here's my untapped if you follow me on untapped 90 percent of the beers are gonna get like 3.75 and up i know you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or something no i like beer here's the problem (laughs) i like beer yeah oh wait a minute this tastes like beer that's really good (laughs) it's hard for me to be like oh man this beer wait hold on it's beer it's good it's like you know, it's not having real trouble giving beers, but this this is probably one of the lower ones. I, I don't think it's terrible. It's just not – I don't love it. You know? No. I don't I, know. I'll tell you what. I mean – Duclos very good. That's the thing. Like, they're a very good brewery. Well, I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have probably tried another one just because yeah. of my dislike of this one. But very I'll, I'll give them a try. Let's jump into this thing you got in front yes, of us here. Yes, sir. So what is this? Explain this what we got here. This is from Shirley's Tequila Bar. Okay. My wife and I had lunch there before we recorded this podcast. Nice. And I just – I thought, well, this is a kind of a snack. Uh, it's heaven. It, it is. It's um, a Reuben flatbread. And by flatbread, it's not a flatbread sandwich. It's actually a flatbread pizza-type crust. And it has the Thousand Island dressing for sauce. Uh-huh. It has corned beef. And it has Swiss cheese on top. Uh-huh. And a little sauerkraut. Oh, wow. Well. So if you like a Reuben, you're going to like the Reuben you know flatbread from Shirley's. You know who's going to like this. Who's I'll that? see if... Uh... What's your name? I don't know what the hell is in this mesquite smoked brownie, but let me tell you, it is making me belch like there is no tomorrow. I'm fighting back all kinds of pressure up top. That loses half a point on top. I mean, it is. I, I mean, again, that's like my least favorite thing about it. So it's uh, it's it looks like a pizza. Again, not the quick, uh, the uh, thick pizza dough that you normally see, uh, like a thin crust pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what meat do we have on a Reuben again? Corned beef. Corned beef. You know, here's a here's a uh, a weird fact. All right. I have never. Had corned beef. Really? No, I'm a turkey sandwich kind of oh, guy. Okay. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Let me turkey try this sandwich. guy here. How you doing? Oh, corned beef. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, I had a question. Go ahead. When you're belching, yeah. does it smell fantastic? It smells fantastic. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, uh, you know, this is delicious. Isn't it good? Yeah. Uh, I must say... Um, try this. You're going to like this. Reuben uh, flatbread. Call my wife down. It's sauerkraut and uh, and what's the, what's the meat? Corned beef. Corned beef. I feel like we should have the other wife say hello. Nah. <laughs> she, she's not into it. I like when Leah talks into the microphone. It's so cute. <laughs> she leans in like she's trying to sneak up Surely on it. Julie, would you like to say hello? <laughs> what do you think? It's good, isn't Another it? Another piece here. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, you you right. can take this guy. So you, you that's that our snack. And I mean, I, I'm going to plug... 
uh, Shirley's Tequila Bar and Temple. Yeah, they're not listening. It is. Well, they're going to listen because I'm going to tag them and I'm going to like them and they're, they're going to listen. It's but very good, Shirley. Shirley's uh, Tequila Bar. Uh, I had a bloody a bloody Shirley. You try that. On like a Bloody Mary. That's mesquite brown ale. You're going to hate it. And they use tequila. Yeah, it's awful, right? She doesn't like mesquite. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they made a bloody Shirley instead of a, a bloody Mary. Okay. And they used tequila in it, and they put instead Worcestershire, of vodka instead of vodka, Worcestershire, and um, what's that? Worcestershire, <laughs> Worcestershire. It was all homemade. It was, and he put. <laughs> I'm killing Mike on this microphone. Eddie, Eddie, it's, it's just a bit. I'm so sorry because it's a visual bit. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> And he put in uh, horseradish, yeah. and lemon and lime. It was great. So, and really, the food is great. It's, I mean, where's you, this joint? It's in Temple, right behind my house, right off Manor Court Road in Temple. Uh, yeah, check them out. So, this is definitely a, a spot of ours. We're on a regular. So, this is very, very good. Very yeah. well done. Uh, what's your name? Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> All right, I brought, I brought uh, a snack as well. Uh, again, mine's in a bag. Mine didn't come in a nice box. I got my snack in a bag. <laughs> Um, it's a, um, from Snyder's of Hanover, mm-hmm. uh, it's sweet and salty pretzel pieces, salted, now first of all, before we jump into the food, say that word. Caramel. Is that how you normally say it? Yeah, caramel. How, how do you say it? Caramel. Caramel. That's how I, I say, I say caramel too. Caramel. Because there's a damn A in there. It's, yeah. There's a lot of people who say caramel. I'm a, I'm a caramel kind of guy. That's a Berks County thing. So pour some of those on your plate there, and, uh, we'll uh, try those. Again, these sound uh, delicious. I'm a big pretzel guy, and I love caramel, so I thought uh, we're going to give these a shot. And I'm finding the snack thing to be the uh, a lot more challenging to find something I haven't tried that's a snack than it is that's new than it is to find like a um, a, a beer. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's hard because there's so many, like you said, so many craft beers out, and these breweries are trying everything. And so, um, but snacks are definitely harder. Hey, anyone listening? Uh, yeah, suggestions would be yeah. great. Right, so 222mnr at gmail.com 222mnr at gmail.com you can also uh, tweet at us uh, Mike and Robbie yep. at uh, the Twitter so get on there and uh, you can Facebook either one of us Um, this this is good these are good these are delectable uh, and I'm not a huge sweet guy but you know what I mean this is I'm not a sweet guy either but these are fantastic yeah. Aaliyah lean in there quietly and tell us what you like to think they're really good. It almost tastes like a waffle cone. It's delicious. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. It good. Does. Mm-hmm. It does. Good. I love I love crunchy and I love salty and these uh, bring those two worlds together quite nicely. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. Um, I will um, I will polish these off. Yeah, those are those are good. I, yeah. I enjoy it. Good snack. Feel free to jump in there and uh, help yourself to some more. Leah, could you do me a dear? Could you do me a favor and you could you hand me that uh, beverage in that cooler right there? I sure can, Mike. <laughs> Microsoft Service, could you hold for an hour? Microsoft Service, could you hold for an hour? Microsoft Service, could you hold for an hour? Yeah, I've lost that bit. I, was, I had a little, I had a little, I had a whole thing going there about her <laughs> wrestling with her pizza. That, <laughs> that bit's dead. Here's what happened. Right, hold on. Shh. <laughs> First of all, I just shushed myself. <laughs> Second of all. Um, this is a, I would like to call this a bare bones operation because, yep. uh, you know, this equipment works great, but I, uh, I didn't, um, buy the best microphones. They sound fantastic, but there's a connection issue. I don't have to bore you with the, uh, with the nitty gritty of the whole thing, but my mic died at a very inopportune moment. And really there's not a good moment for the mic to die during the show, but when you're speaking, 
is really absolutely the yep. worst time for it to happen. So there's going to be edits because it's just a lot of nothing. Uh, I don't know what they were doing while I wasn't here. I ran upstairs, got another microphone. I'm back now. I was about to go off on a tangent. I think it would have been very entertaining about Leah wrestling with, uh, what's the meat on the thing again? Uh, corned beef. Corned beef and sauerkraut, and she was about to put it in the figure four leg lock. I think it was going to be good. It might yeah. have not worked. It might have bombed. So maybe my microphone saved me from a terrible comic uh uh, possibly uh, catastrophe. just a catastrophe. Yeah, a tragedy, if you will. Like, you you think um, Romeo and Juliet is tragic. Yeah, the maybe, Mike dying was Maybe awful. what I was about to go through would have been <clears throat> twice as bad. So, and, uh, yeah, Leah was wrestling with the beef over there. Yeah, she was really, and the beef was And when you went upstairs, he told me, I smelled fantastic. Did you? He leaned in. I did. Oh, jeez. And told me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> really sorry. At any point, did you just go... I did. <laughs> and then Robbie went, Yahoo! <laughs> All right, here's the beer I brought. All that for this beer. Let's mm -hmm. dive in to this beer. <laughs> this, this, is one of the, this is great. This, I mean, live studio audience. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Oh. Oh, What's a moog? A, a moog? Yeah, it says moog hit. Oh, that's a moog gun. There you go. Who knew? What the hell was that? I'm sorry, people. The aliens are coming. I've had a really long week. Ugh. I don't even think uh, it's just. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on. And maybe for a later podcast, we'll get into all that. Here's what I got uh, uh, this is from Flying Dog. A uh, good brewery, had a lot of their stuff before, uh, always happy with uh, their offerings, and I'm trying to see, because I forget where Flying Dog is out of. Frederick, Maryland is where you find Flying Dog, and we've all heard of mint juleps. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch uh, re uh, horse racing uh, once a year or at any point, you're probably going to watch it during the Kentucky Derby. And that is where they drink uh, mint juleps and wear the big hats. And uh, I found this beer. Again, I lied. My wife found this beer and uh, picked it up. Actually, she bought – I might be set for uh, beers for the next little bit because she bought a whole bunch of uh, – interesting beers that we might be able to try over the next a little bit great but i started with this one because this one caught my eye when it was in the uh and the box flying dog has some great selection too yeah. i mean of different brews and yeah they're great yeah. i mean that was our old bay right wasn't that that was dog? the old yep. bay i believe yeah and again i had never heard of a mint julep beer i've never had a mint julep it says it's brewed with mint leaves honeysuckle and bourbon natural flavors and uh, one of the things i love about craft beers besides drinking them i love the artwork this one i will say the label on here pretty bland but uh, here's what they wrote. I love the little stories almost. A little, almost like, uh, you know, they take you on a trip. Mm, on a journey. It's almost like poetry on mm -hmm. the side of there. And if I had an English accent, I would read it. But Nate and Aaron, our resident cocktail mongers, love a good classic. And we believe that innovation alongside healthy dashes of decadence and depravity comes from within. Needless to say, this brew house rarities pitch was a ringer. Saddle up and spin on a dark horse. Saddle up. All right. It's very good. I'm going to give it a try. <clears throat> you like it? I do. I, I like it. Uh, probably on the uh, on tap, probably about a three and a half. It, let me tell you, it uh, it smells very sweet. It is, but it's not very sweet. I don't think it's very sweet. You can definitely taste the mint. I 
like it much better than Robbie's beer. Yeah, me too. Um, I gotta try it again. It's very, it's very unique. And you can, you know what I get now that I read this, which I'm a boob, but I read this and I really get the bourbon. I really yeah. get the bourbon, the bourbon finish. Um, again, not one that you can drink four of, three of. But you could definitely. I'm, I'm a, I, I was not, I'm 85% sure I could drink a whole 12 ounce beer of your beer. Really? I'm 100% sure I could drink a whole beer of this one. Yeah, I'm 100% sure I could. This is a, this is a tasty beer. And again, different. And I, I think the key is, and it's the, it's just the mesquite. With me, mesquite and smoke in your beer, it's so overwhelming. It really just takes over the beer and becomes the whole, um, the whole essence of the drink. I think with this, it's a little more subtle. This is very good. Yeah, I, I enjoy it, and I think I, I, anything with mint, I think it's great on a summer day. You know, I think it's great. This is very good, very good. Like it a lot. The uh, Flying Dog. Brewhouse Rarities Mint Julep Ale. So those are our drinks and our snacks. We'll take pictures, put them up on our Twitter, and uh, you can uh, see them. It's Mike and Robbie, at Mike and Robbie, on the tweet box. And, uh, again, email us, 222MNR at gmail.com, 222MNR at gmail.com. I called the wife uh, unit down here again. Different. Different. That's what I said. I think mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I like it better than Robbie's. Robbie won the food portion of tonight's contest mm-hmm. simply on effort. Yes. I, uh, I'd, I'd probably eat this more than I'd eat that, but on effort he gets to win. Uh, but I think my beer is the, uh, is the uh, champion. I agree. I like watching Julie's face. Yes. So does Mike. I do too. Well, while we have, um, while we have Leah here real quick. No, you're good. How long... Let's just get into this because right, this might be the last time that Robbie lets you come. It will be to the to the basement, anyways. Um, <laughs> back to the um, Yahoo. <laughs> so, how long have you known our Robbie Lessig here? Eight years. Eight years. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to hold on to that microphone like this. Grab it and pull it towards your mouth. There you go. And then sit and relax. This is going to take a while. Eight. Years. Eight years. Eight long years. Long, arduous years. And how long have you guys been a, a married unit right now? You stop. Just don't have to touch it anymore. <laughs> just, I just wanted you to get it towards you. Just can't keep your hands off. <laughs> September eighth will be three years. September eighth. So coming up on your three year anniversary. Yes. Now, uh, when you met Robbie, obviously you were overcome by passion just by looking at him because he. <laughs> To say the least, is an Adonis. Can Soak we, it in, can man. Can we all agree about that? Soak it I in. Mean, just, I mean, just right away. Right away. <laughs> so, so, obviously, you're, you're drawn to him physically right away. But what was it about Robbie, other than the uh, stunning good looks, that really attracted you to our boy here? He always makes me laugh. Makes you laugh. Makes yes. me laugh. He's a good guy. Plus, yes. he's a kind soul. I am. I could be so angry to the point where I want to punch him in the face. Uh, and I get that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> get that a lot. He could just give me a look like how you do it. How you do it. And then I'm instantly in tears because I'm laughing so hard. I get you. I mm-hmm. get it. Which mm-hmm. is a key thing. That's the only reason my wife keeps me around because <laughs> occasionally I can somehow uh, make her laugh. But let's get into it now. Uh, what were you like? What were your interests before you met Robbie? She was lost. She was lost. No interest. <laughs> like, no what do you like? What that, did you like? That's what most people say. I was lost before <laughs> My husband came along. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. I find that. But what, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, it, it, there was none of this. 
There was none of that. After the first date. To be honest, I'm going to be the big 3-0 in September. Okay. And so it was just time. No. <laughs> well. She settled. We, um, my girlfriends you, and I, we used to always go hanging out at the bar on Fridays. Saturdays, dancing and Sundays, a lot. Okay. Dancing. I like clubs. I like to dance. Okay. So you like dancing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, before you got with Robbie, had you ever watched professional wrestling? Yes. So you did as a kid, or were you still watching it? I was still watching it. I actually grew up uh, with three brothers. So Robbie <laughs> managed to find a woman who was still watching professional wrestling. Yes. So when you met him, and I love Robbie, and by the way, I do watch a lot of, not a lot, a lot. I watch a good amount of professional wrestling. I DVR Raw each and every week, and when SmackDown goes live here next week, I will begin to DVR SmackDown mm-hmm. each and every yes. week, and I will watch it. But I think I watch Raw and uh, we'll watch SmackDown a lot differently than Robbie watches it because I f- watch the three-hour Raw show in roughly 43 minutes. Okay. Like, I fast-forward through a lot of nonsense and uh, a lot of wrestling and go right to the talking, the gabbing, and the comedy. I want to see the goofiness. I want to laugh at people. I don't even fast-forward through the commercials. See, I fast-forward through I almost do what the you entire do. show. I do yes. what you do, Mike. I just want to see yes. I want to see people smacking each other. So you I want to see it. I want to see the action. <laughs> so you and I are along the same lines yes. of wrestling yes. uh fandom. Okay, so when you met Robbie and you got to know him and you uh and you found out what a wrestling fan he is, what was your reaction? Good lord, what did I get myself into? <laughs> and then what, how many <laughs> championship belts did he have when you first met him? I don't know if you know that. Six. Six. No. Wow. Yeah. No. Well, let's start with this question wait, that wait. I think everyone knows the answer to. How many do you have now? I have. have I have six have now. Six, oh, six now. Six now. I had four, four. when we first. Four. That's yes. right. Four. So four. he had four championship belts. That's and I. Uh, that's like a thousand dollars in championship belts. But it's not like it's downstairs more. now, it's Mike. <laughs> it's not like how they are. Like they're all mounted to the wall now. Yes. He kept them hidden from me. And she. And then I did. secretly, when he would be at work, I was a good girlfriend at the time, and I'd clean his apartment, and then I'd find them. Like, oh my god. So you, fa- you stu- some people stumble upon like uh, adult <laughs> magazines, like a Playboy. You stumbled upon championship belts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what would be more appalling? What would have creeped you out more? The Playboys or the championship belts? To know Robbie, neither. (laughs) (laughs) Neither. Guess what? They're probably both. I probably actually probably found both. The magazines were on top of the belts. (laughs) One stop shopping. Yes. One stop shopping. So, what is one thing about Robbie that you would change? Just one thing. (laughs) Sorry, babe. It irritates me to no end. When he leaves his shoes laying throughout the house. Were you just like a minefield? He, he probably thought I was going to say nothing. She, he knows that is my biggest pet Your peeve. Your biggest pet peeve? It is. You have to, it is like a minefield. They're like scattered everywhere. I'll tell you what I do. I don't even know I do it. I will. We eat on the sofa a lot because uh, I eat by myself normally for lunch. And, uh, you know, and so I'll eat in the sofa. And I tend to leave napkins laying around a lot. <laughs> so use napkins. You could like, oh. I'm like, uh, like a repeat, like, you know, in the fairy tales, they left breadcrumbs behind. You could follow me around the house with used <laughs> napkins, which is really weird. So what's the one thing since I asked her that you would change about Leah? Absolutely nothing. Oh. Absolutely oh. nothing. <laughs> Leah, what do you think the one thing you would change about you is? He actually says I nag him too much. Oh, are you in, is, do, you, do you think she's a nagger? No. I really don't <laughs> I really don't think he would change 
anything else except my nagging. You're and nagging. you talk a lot. Besides I, that, you talk a lot. I have never been accused of that in my life. Well, you two, uh, you but, two are a lot of fun. But nothing. And I would say I've known Robbie for quite some time. We kind of bit, we kind of uh, got uh, lost touch. We did. And then recently uh, came back together because we found out that you knew my. I found out you knew my uncle. Like we just ended I, up at the crazy. same place. It was yep. crazy. And uh, now we're hanging out again and doing this. And it's been a lot of fun playing cards. So this is cool. And got to meet you. So congratulations on landing such a hunk. Mm-hmm. He's the lucky one. Yeah, well, we all, trust me, all the gentlemen are <laughs> yeah. lucky that any woman puts up with them. Exactly. But I appreciate uh, you letting him come and play every week here at the uh, 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. No problem. All right, there you go. That's Leah. She's hanging out with us. Hey, uh, 4th of July coming up on Monday. you got big plans for the weekend. I know you're having a shindig at your house tomorrow. Thanks for the invite. You are welcome. We can't make it. Sure. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Previous engagements. That's okay, but you know. My house is always open. Mi casa, su casa. Yes. All right. And we're having a little get-together, a little fireworks bash at the end. Um, so it's going to be good times. How about you? What are are your... you doing your own fireworks? I am. Please be careful. I am. We, we will be. My buddy George and I used to do fireworks on my parents' hill, and it was very small. We'd get like the cheap fireworks. We, we would do fireworks along with interpretive dance up on top of the hill. It was quite the performance. The river dance. It was quite the showcase. Let me just I say bet. that. I can imagine. Uh, but we're going to my parents for a picnic tomorrow night, and I'm golfing on um, uh, um, on Sunday morning. Oh, and tonight I'm going to the Fight and Phil's game. So lots nice. of stuff going on. Busy weekend. Busy, busy weekend. Then, of course, Monday is the 4th of July. You folks all have off. I will be uh, slaying the dragon. I'll be on the air at WEEU, so listen live on yes, uh, 8.30 a.m. WEEU from 6 to 9 at WEEU.com. But also on Monday, and this is one of my favorite things about 4th of July, they were going to once again have the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Mm -hmm. I am so fascinated with professional eaters because they're not fat, most no, of them. Like, I'm... you expect most of them to look like King Kong Bundy or, like, Andre the Giant or, um, or uh, what's that one? The one really fat actor. John Goodman. Okay, John Goodman. I was, I wasn't, I, he's lost a lot of weight recently. Chris but, Farley. But, like, Ro there you go. Thank you, Chris Farley. Like, Roseanne John Goodman. Yeah. Like, back in the day when he was chasing Roseanne Barr around. Ooh. And I think that was, uh, I think that was, uh, he was eating his feelings back then. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> So um, yes. they have, they're all skinny little guys, and somehow they're able to put this huge amount of food in them in one time, and they say they're training all the time with drinking water, but the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, I love watching this thing, and I love the guy who gets up. He's like the hype man. He yeah. wears the old-timey straw hat. I love watching. Like, I want that guy's job one day. Man, it, I want it. It, to me, is hard to watch. It's hard to watch, but it's amazing. I used to go down to Wing Bowl all the time, and they've been doing this forever and ever. According to Nathan's Famous, the first official hot dog eating contest was held on July 4th, 1972, and the top prize was won by a gentleman named Jason Schechter, and he ate 14 hot dogs. And what's the time limit? Currently, Matt Stoney. Matt Stoney. Uh, is the uh, reigning champion. The time limit for the hot dog eating contest, I'm not 100% sure on the rules. I think there's two rounds, or is that? am I thinking of something else? Mm, I'm not sure. I know it's a short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, so 14 hot dogs in, I mean, in a day is a lot of hot dogs. I mean, like, we'd go to these. Here are your rules for the, uh, the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. The International Federation of Competitive Eating has sanctioned the event since 1997. And that's a real thing. Uh, the field of 20 contestants include the defending champion, winners of regional qualifying, and then they get some wild cards. The competitors stand on a raised platform. The length of the contest has changed over the years. Previously, 12 minutes, and in some years, only three and a half minutes. Since 2008, they've been eating for 10 minutes. So the rules have changed 
changed over the years uh, as far as how long they can eat. If you look at the history of this thing, again, it's been going on since 1972. I'm trying to see here real quick what the records are, like what the biggest um, a most amount of hot dogs eaten are. Matt Stoney, I think, holds the record right now for men with 62. No, I lie. He's uh, He does not have the record. 69 is the record. Joey Chestnut did it back in 2013. 69, 69 hot, hot dogs. dogs in 10 minutes. And Joey Chestnut's the reigning champion. No, Matt Stoney's the reigning oh, champion. He's reigning, okay. He was knocked off last year, oh, last year for okay. the first time in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8... He won it eight years straight wow. and lost it last year to this Matt Stoney. So he's coming back with a vengeance this year. But think about it. 62 hot dogs. Like, you go to a picnic, right? Like, I'm going to the Fight and Fills and I'm in the buffet area because of yeah. work. And I'm going to have, like, a burger and maybe a hot dog. Probably won't even do the hot dog. I mean, I could – three hot dogs at a sitting, maybe. How many hot dogs? Like, if, if you had to. And it's not just the hot dogs. It's, it's the not just bun. the wieners. It's the buns, too. Yeah, and I, the way they dip the buns in water just looks like the worst possible thing you could ever do. Well, any normal human being would say, oh, that's a soggy bone. I that is a it. soggy bone. Uh, I mean, you know, and these people are dipping in water and horking it down. I, I, I don't know. My limit, I would say five hot Five. Dogs. In a day or oh, in a, in a I, sitting? I mean, in that in that ten minute frame, I don't think I could eat. You think you could eat ten hot dogs in, in, no, in five, five hot, hot dogs in ten minutes? Yeah, no problem. With buns? With buns. Yeah. I think. And our friend Joe Pottinger could eat more. You know Joe. You know Joe. He could probably. I get ready. He, he could, could do ten. Like Sriracha ten, pickles, Joe. Sriracha yeah. pickles, Joe. Joe oh, he gosh. could probably have eight or ten. Here's what I think we do. Right. I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah, we should do it. I can't do that. I'll do it. Like physically, I can't do it. But we'll see, and we can we can we can uh, send an uh, invitation out to Joe if he can't make it. He can't make it. Probably won't be able to because the time we do this show, because he's he's well, he doesn't have he's a job. A he's a teacher. Yeah, he's a teacher. Yep. So he might be able to do it. I'm just DJing. I'm making myself at home. So here's what we do. <laughs> I forgot where we were for a second. Just chatting. I literally forgot we were doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it too to make it feel better. I have my snack it's with been, me. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Um, we invite Joe next week. All right. I will grill the hot dogs. I have I have hot dogs. Okay. I will get some buns. How you doing? Oh. And we'll grill them up. We'll set a 10-minute time period, and we'll have to do it before the show. Yes. But what we will do is, or after the show, we'll put something up. Follow our tweeters. We'll do it live on Twitter. Yeah, we'll do it live on Twitter. We'll do like, like a that. Twitter live type thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how many hot dogs you guys can eat in 10 minutes. All right. I think that's... And I know Joe, if I tell him there's hot dogs involved, he'll be here. I'll, eat, I'll, I'll get the hot dogs. I got like 60 hot dogs. Yeah. I think- and I don't care what Robbie says. I am so coming here. <laughs> you can come. We can have a studio. I invite whoever you want and we'll have our first studio and we'll do the show afterwards. Yeah. I think... I think I could do five. But I don't know that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to practice. I'm not going to drink water. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna gun it. You're not going to limit yourself to five either, are you? Oh no! If I can do twenty, I'm doing twenty. I'm gonna. We'll have to see what we can get. We'll have to set up a little. We're gonna have a little uh, a, a hot dog eating contest. Yes. For next yes. week's two twenty two with and, Mike and Robbie. And, That'll be by the way. That does not count as our snack. All right. Yes. And I think Joe. I mean, we're competitive, but I, I'm I'm competing for myself. Yeah. You're you know doing I mean? it, for, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it for the fans. You, and if Joe can't make it, you're still going to do it for the people. Because you're, you're a man of the people. That's right. You, you know what you are? What's that? <laughs> an effing American. That's right. That's what you are. Welcome to America. That's America. Right. He's an American, not an American. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. right, I love it. I think that's going to do it. That's episode three of the 222 podcast with Mike and Robbie. Uh, Robbie, tell him one more time what we snacked on and drank today. We had uh, a mesquite. Uh, Brown ale from Duclaw. 
Okay. We had a uh, great flatbread Reuben pizza. Mm-hmm. We had a mint julep ale from Flying Dog. Uh-huh. And from Snyder's of Hanover, a sweet and salty salted caramel. Caramel. Pretzel. Good stuff. Leah? Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Oh, I have no words. Coming. No words. Robbie, what do you want to say to the folks on the way out? Happy Independence Day. Yes, everyone be safe. Yes. Don't pull a JPP. Put those freaking fireworks on the ground. Yes. Don't keep them in your hand. Don't be a boob. Hey, and if you're listening, before yeah. tomorrow, stop by Robbie's house. That's right. We'll be grilling 6 o'clock. Even if you don't know where he lives. Just drive around and go, Robbie! Figure it out. I'll answer. That's right. He'll answer. He's Robbie, his lovely wife, Leah, who puts up with a lot, doesn't she? I do. Leah, what would you like to say to the folks? Be safe. Happy 4th of July. Have a great 4th of July, everybody. We'll be back next week with more here on MikeAndRobbie.Podbean.com. Download the app. You know, I was kind of, um, I was lukewarm on the idea of the Podbean app, but since I've downloaded it, and I'm not just saying this because we're on it, I really do like the app. Yeah, it's great. And again, you don't have to download the episodes. You can stream them on the Wi-Fi. And honestly... We don't have all that much data on our plan. Streaming audio does not suck up that much data. No, nothing much at all. So if you're like me and your iPhone is completely jam-packed with all kinds of nonsense you'll possibly never listen to and you don't have any more room and you got pictures you'll never look at and videos you'll never watch again, mm-hmm. you can still listen to the 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. Click follow. All right, have a great Independence Day holiday, everybody. That's right. While you're off, I'll be working. My alarm's going to be set for 5 o'clock in the morning. I hope you're all happy. We are. <laughs> have a great weekend, everybody. Again, MikeAndRobbie.Podbean.com. Listen to it on the Podbean app. Eventually, we'll be on iTunes. Eventually. See you next week. Start uh, thinking about hot dogs. Let's do it. Should I stay or should I go now?